Hi, beautiful beings, and welcome to the Astrology Human Design Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey, here to teach you on all things astrology and human design so that you can understand these modalities and how to use them in your life to heal from your conditioning and align with your life purpose and your highest self. A little bit about me. I'm a 1-3 sacral manifesting generator, a Taurus sun, a Libra rising, and a Sagittarius moon. And Venus and Gemini rules my chart. If you're wanting to learn more about the basics of understanding your astrology and human design charts, my book, The Cosmos Within You, is a great place to start. This is an ebook. It's your all-in-one guide for understanding the language of astrology and human design and really how to apply these concepts to your life in a way that's easy and simple and practical practical a lot of the information about human design out there just doesn't make a whole lot of sense (laughs) so i am here to change that and to bring you the information in a way that helps you to actually apply it and to use this knowledge to better your life so if you're interested in learning more about how to understand human design astrology and your charts and having an all-in-one guide check out my ebook the cosmos within you it'll be linked down in the show notes below and you can also get to it through heading to my website and just scrolling down on the home page of my website In other exciting news, the Understand Astrology and Human Design School is now open for enrollment and live, starting with Astrology's Level 1 and 2, as well as Human Design Level 1 and 2. The Understand Astrology and Human Design School is my online course platform and your go-to resource for learning everything you need to know about the inner workings of astrology and human design, especially if you want to become a reader or just someone who's really well-versed in astrology or human design or both. When it's all said and done, it's going to be anywhere from 20 to 30 hours of content of learning about astrology and human design. So we go super deep into all the facets and different levels of astrology and human design and how to combine them as well if you're interested in learning more about how they intercept and how they integrate into each other. That's something that I'll be going over in the course as well. So you can check that out in the show notes below if you're interested in enrolling in the school. So I hope to see you there. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another weekly energy update on the Astrology and Human Design podcast. I prepared for this week, woo, (laughs) being more consistent uh, with the ways that I prepare for these episodes Um, you know, just keeping it, keeping it real, keeping it authentic. I don't always prepare for these episodes and especially with how things for me have been going the past weeks and months. Like my life was very sporadic, very tumultuous, very chaotic, very all over the place. I was living out of a car for a little bit. And then I was, before that I was moving around. I didn't have a car. I've been moving around the beginning since the beginning of this year still. I don't have a car at this point. So there's just been like so much change happening for me on, on a really personal level and so rapidly that I haven't really felt very grounded to be able to create uh, and to be able to, yeah, just show up in the ways that I've wanted to for for so long and I still have, but it hasn't been perfect. It hasn't been consistent. It hasn't been in 
my ideals that I hold in my head of, of it being perfect. It hasn't been that way, which like I'm proud of myself for doing the damn thing anyways, because before and not even very long ago, I would have made excuses. Oh, I don't have a house right now. I don't, I'm homeless. I live in a car. I can't produce content. I can't create things. I can't do the things I want to do because I don't blah, 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 blah. Right. But I really just want to share this story with you guys real quick because it's really not about having the things we want to have before we do the things we want to do. Um, this is something um, a really good friend said to me once, and we were talking about just ways of being and having things and manifesting and creating, right? And she brought up the this concept of the be, do, have model. And a lot of people, most people, I'd argue, are operating from the opposite of, oh, okay, so once I have the things I want to have, then I'll be able to do the things I want to do, and then I'll be that person I want to be, right? Have you ever thought this way, or have you ever, like, do you kind of still think this way, maybe? Like, and it kind of holds you back. It it kind of deters you from being that person already. And really, when we see big changes happen in our lives that align us with that reality that we want, that we're working towards, that we're creating. It's when it's because we start with the being, right? When we start with the being, everything else aligns for us to do the things that we want to do in order to have the things that we want to have, right? It's And she referred to it as a be, do, have model. I, I think this is like a concept probably in some book that someone has like spent lots of time and energy and and pages of writing talking about, but she was just able to simplify it for me in this way that I've really taken this into and integrated this into my belief system of like, wow, if I really want to have the things that I want to have, all it takes is me, is for me to be that already and believe and trust that I already am that thing. And that is what creates the pathway or the doorway or the opportunity for for me to do the things in order to have the things, right? If I didn't think of myself as someone who was an entrepreneur, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now. And I wouldn't be able to have the things that I've created because of that mindset. Um, and it's really that simple. And I I have son in gate 24. So <laughs> I don't think I've talked about this enough, but it's something I want to talk about openly more uh, because that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to simplify things. I'm here to break down really seemingly complex things and, and to really simplify them in order for them to be digestible and understandable. And that's really what I pride myself in when it comes to this business and and what I'm creating here of sharing astrology and human design with you guys in a way that's really simple because so much of it is just it's just way overcomplicated and it doesn't need to be. And so really my mission and purpose, like this is a part of my human design. This is a part of my incarnation cross. This is a part of my purpose is to simplify things so that they are easily understandable and easily applied to your life. And that's really like, I didn't, you know, I didn't know this when I started 
understand astrology, which is is how my this business like started, which is just crazy to think back to. I I guess I've never really talked about this openly like this before. But I started understand astrology back in September of 2020 because I really just wanted to talk about and teach astrology in a way that was really simple because so many people overcomplicate it and um, it's confusing and it's it's hard to understand and you Google these things and there's so many different interpretations and blah, 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 blah. And really these concepts are really simple and when we just like simplify them and this is totally the Taurus in me. <laughs> when we simplify things, it just makes everything so much easier. It makes life so much easier. And you're actually able to apply this knowledge and use it, right? Because that's the point. Knowledge is useless without application. So I've, I kind of find a tangent there. But that's that's how my website that has evolved to what it is now and how this has evolved to what it is now, this podcast and everything that I'm doing and how it's evolved, the courses I've created, the Understand Astrology and Human Design School. I'm currently working on a subscription site and building a community and doing in-person events here in, in Boulder, Colorado. And it's just, I'm like about to cry because it's just wild to me that it all started with an idea I mean, duh, but like, and, and, and me taking action towards building a website and just putting my thoughts and my opinions out there. It's really surreal to me. And I'm just so freaking grateful to like live in a world where we're able to do that and to have the support of you and to like without you, right? This would all be, it wouldn't exist. I mean, it would exist, but like it would just be a thing on the internet that no one listens to or pays attention to, but you're here, you're listening. Like you're giving this a, an existence. And it's just so freaking cool. I don't even know how I got off on this tangent, but oh, I was talking about the be, do, have model and how, yeah, I, had to think of myself as an entrepreneur. I had to be an entrepreneur before I had proof <laughs> that I was. And that goes for anything, anything you're doing in your life. That's where it starts is thinking of yourself as that person um, already. Mind blown. And it's really that simple. Like, the more we can simple, simplify things and concepts and beliefs and everything about our lives, the, the easier life will be and the better that we will live and the happier we will be as well. I really, truly believe that. And um, I've seen that as proof in my life. Oh, wow. Okay. So let's get into the week of March 7th. Um, I think I got off on a tangent because I was saying that I was looking at, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is really coming full circle for me. How things, when we start to just be, right, the, the doing just kind of happens. Like I was talking about, right, planning these episodes out and I started to plan them out more um, more consistently because now I've, I've created a home and uh, a place to like live for myself and I feel grounded. Um, 
it's just it's just amazing it's incredible but the 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 past two months and the really all of last year were fucking rough like like i don't even have words for it beyond that (laughs) i mean you guys know you lived it right like you can probably relate to that and i was looking at the transits for this week oh duh that's why we're here and I was like, wow, this week kind of feels boring. Like we've had we've had so much happening, like so much being brought up, so many things that were we had buried being drug up from underneath the surface again to relook at, you know, all the retrogrades, the the Mars and um Venus on Pluto and Mercury and Venus being retrograde for so long and we just literally Venus just last week came out of post shadow, like we're finally moving forward with all of these lessons and all of these things that have resurfaced. And this week honestly feels like kind of boring because of that. Like there's not a whole lot going on, which is a really good thing. Like I'm super stoked. And I thought that last week was going to kind of be that. And last week turned into like more of kind of like just reflection and integration, processing a lot of emotion for me personally. And it just didn't the, the the week just didn't play out the way that I thought it was based on the astrology. And then I I realized, oh, I have Saturn near all of these placements that are going on in Pisces right now. Like, yeah, it's not gonna be all like rainbows and butterflies. Like there's Saturn here <laughs> that these planets are affecting in my chart, like sobering moments. Um, and as much happened last week, and it was like very much needed. But there were some times and some moments where I was like, oh, my God, I thought I moved past this. I thought I got through this. I thought this had changed. And it's like, yes, it has changed. But this is the contrast, right? This is this needs to happen in order to show you, truly show you the proof of what has changed. And not that things have changed or circumstances have changed. I mean, they have, but really like the same kind of things are happening in my life, but the way I'm handling it is very different from before. And the resurfacing of things in order to kind of support me in seeing that um, has been very sobering. Like I have Saturn in in 10 degrees Pisces. So like all these, the sun and Jupiter, the the Jupiter Kazemi was like really close to my Saturn and Pisces. And I also have Chiron in my 12th house. So the sun and Pisces when it first went into Pisces was opposing my Chiron, which was like a lot of healing. Um, and I just, you know, I, with everything else going on, I forgot to apply these transits to my actual birth chart, which is the whole point, right? Like we can talk about these transits like day and night. We can go super deep. We can talk about them for hours. We can go super deep into them, but it's really not that helpful for you on a personal level until you apply it to your chart. And I got to see that firsthand last week. And of course I'm a one, three profile. Like I learned these things over and over and over and over and over again in order to learn what not to do and learn how to move forward with that knowledge and that experience. And, um, so yeah, last week, last week taught me a lot and has, I have really changed my the way I react to things, the way I respond to things has really gone through a huge transformation. And it's really just it just feels peaceful, which is really weird of me to say. 
because of if if I were to like explain to you what has happened and what transpired, you'd probably be like, "What the fuck?" But the way I'm handling it is just like, "Oh, like whatever, you know, like I like I lived in Hawaii for most of last year and the waves there, the ocean there really just taught me to like flow with them. And I really feel like I'm now applying that to my actual life and learning that no matter what happens, like, yeah, of course things happen. I'm going to get frustrated in the moment, but like, it's all still going to work out. Like as long as I just ride with the changes and ride the waves as opposed to trying to like fight them and then end up drowning or like (laughs) swallowing too much salt water and hating myself for the next 10 minutes, you know? So it's like, that's kind of like what we're all learning as a collective right now and how that's impacting me on an individual level. Um, so we start off the week with the end of the Jupiter Kazemi, which was really the peak transit of this past weekend, um, which is a Kazemi is when a planet is conjunct the sun. It's just a fancy way to say that a planet is conjunct the sun because the sun um, kind of outshines that planet and Jupiter being, I mean, the sun and Jupiter like together, it's just very expansive, very explosive, very just like big gregarious I can't believe I use that word gregarious, uh, energy. And so, you know, again, how this affects you is going to depend on what you have in your birth chart. If you have Saturn here like me, like it's going to be, yes, it's going to be expansive, but it's going to require some discipline. It's going to require some commitment. It's going to be a little bit sobering in order to like kind of wake you up and shake you up to like take action. Um, it's not just going to like come in. Um, I don't even know if I used gregarious in the right way i just looked that up and i was like what the hell (laughs) whatever (laughs) that's my unconscious virgo moon is like really shining these past few days um so yeah we're starting off the week of of march 7th on monday with the end of the jupiter kazemi jupiter's you know it moves more slowly than the sun so the sun is moving on from jupiter um and we really like i said this week is kind of boring like we really don't have a whole lot of major transits or major aspects happening at least from what i picked up on just in my like planning out of this episode like there's really not a whole lot going on we do have a lot of movements happening within um the planets moving on to different moving in different gates in human design but i'll get into that in a second um the biggest thing to start off this week really is mars and venus moving into aquarius so like, thank the Lord, like, thank the universe. Finally, Mars and Venus are moving on from Pluto. Like that was freaking rough. Um, like it's about damn time (laughs) Venus and Mars moved on from Pluto. Um, I mean, we'll see it again next year, but like, I'm grateful that's over. So Mars and Venus and Aquarius to me just feels like we're really starting to take action towards, I've been talking about this for weeks, guys. And I know this was a big thing I touched on last week too, is like, it's time to take action. Like this is the week and it is like, this is the time. This is really the whole month to take action. All planets are direct right now. It's really the month and the time to be taking action towards your future vision, towards your higher, you know, vision of yourself, your future, your goals, your dreams, your aspirations, like what you really deem and what you really dream of as being your future. It's really the time to take action towards that right now and like lay the foundation of whatever that is for you, like plant the seeds, Um, especially right now with the moon being in Taurus on Monday and Tuesday as well, I believe. Um, Well, it'll mostly Monday, but half of Tuesday, the moon will be in Taurus as well. So 
Um, and whenever the moon is in Taurus right now, it's transiting, oh, it'll be transiting over Uranus as well as the North Node. So just keep that in mind that whenever the moon is in Taurus, it is a really harmonious and um, <clears throat> fruitful time to be taking action towards your destiny, to be planting those seeds of your future vision in like a really practical and embodied way. Like a perfect like archetype or overarching, overarching, yeah, like energy of Taurus is what I talked about at the beginning of this episode of the be do have model. Like Taurus represents embodiment. Like whenever there are placements in Taurus, like our focus is on embodiment. How can we be that thing that we want in order to have it, right? In order to do the things that would lend us to having it. Um, so that's really big energy right now, as well as um, actually there's a, there's a kind of I don't want to say big transit, but this is like, this is the week that we're moving into. Like this is considered a big transit, like moon squaring Saturn. Um, it's, it's a time to get disciplined and to, to be committed to something in your life that is going to move you towards your future vision, towards your higher, um, goal and dream that you have for yourself. It might feel like something happens to cause a little bit of friction towards that, but again, just kind of ride out the waves um, of whatever that is and know that it is ultimately moving you towards where you're meant to be, even if it feels like a sudden and unexpected change for the worse um, or for the what, what, how, what was, what was that? I don't even know what that was. For the worse, <laughs> for the worst, I don't know what are words. Um, it is aligning you towards where you're meant to be and what you're meant to do and where you're meant to go. So just trust in that universal support right now, even if it seems like on a physical level, like, oh, it's not working out how I wanted it to. Um, you know, we're having to change things, yada, yada, yada. But it's like it's all just redirecting you and repivoting you um, towards where you're meant to be moving towards and what you're meant to be doing. So just trust in that knowing of um, these changes are happening for a reason and you're going to look back on hindsight, like with hindsight and be like, oh yeah, I'm really glad that happened that way. Even though at the time I was like, God damn it. Why did that happen that way? Like I was expecting something different, but it's like, you're going to look back and be grateful that it, it did happen that way. Um, so that's like Monday. And we also, like I was saying, we have a lot of planets moving into different gates in human design. So the sun, um, which moves gates about every six days, like the moon moves gates every couple hours, but the sun moves gates every six days. Um, and gate 22 is where the sun will be moving into on Monday. Um, we're having a lot of activation in the solar plexus right now. So there might be a lot of emotions coming up this really this whole month, but especially like these next couple weeks. Um, a lot of emotion. So just kind of be patient with yourself, be patient with your process during this time. Like I said, everything is really just happening to repivot us, to redirect us so that we don't um, kind of rush into things or pressure ourselves to do things or start things too quickly. Like it's really all about timing at this point and everything that happens is happening in perfect timing in order to kind of um, Oh gosh, there's a phrase that's like on the tip of my tongue that I can't think of, but it's it's really just about timing. So everything that's happening this week, that's those, you know, those sudden unexpected changes, those changes of plans, um, things just kind of turning out differently than what was expected. It's all happening because of timing. Like it's all um happening for your highest good and because of like this kind of divine, um, divine timing energy is what I'm like sensing and picking up on. 
Um, so gate 22 is all about the gate of openness. I mean, that's the name of it. It's, it's really all about the um, ability and the power to listen to other people and ourselves with emotional openness that really allows for change and transformation of those emotions. So um, good practices to, to start doing this week or to just kind of like do as you feel is needed is journaling. Um, I have kind of fallen off from journaling lately and something that I really like felt called to do the other day was journal because it's really just an amazing way to move through emotions um, and to move through beliefs as well. Like really just journaling and getting everything out. Also journaling about what you want, journaling about your dreams, journaling about the future. I it's freaking wild to me. This, this has happened to me so many times, guys. I can't even tell you all of the stories like in the span of one podcast episode, how many times I have journaled about something as if it had already happened, like journaling in the past tense. Um, and it freaking happened like to the T and I'll look back in my journals and be like, Oh my God, I like literally wrote about this and then it happened. And what I mean by writing as as like past tense is I so a couple of weeks ago I was kind of stressing about because I had been house sitting and I was stressing about moving and didn't really have the financial resources to be able to secure a spot for myself and pay a, a deposit and yada 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 all the stuff that it requires to move right in this day and age, which is quite a lot. Um, and so I'd been calling in a new spot and I was a little worried about it. So I took to my journal and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to write as if it's already happened. Like, what do I want? Um, I am a non-specific manifester. So I knew that I wouldn't have, you know, I don't have to be really specific about what I want. I just kind of have to know the general generals of it and the universe will provide the perfect thing for me. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to write as if it's already happened. So I wrote in my journal, it's March 6th. I just moved into my new place. It's um, just the perfect size. It's two bedroom. It's well lit by the sun. It has a view of the mountains. Um, and, and I just wrote down everything that I wanted. And today is March 6th and I'm sitting here in that exact apartment that I wrote down in that journal. And it has everything I wrote about. Like, <laughs> you can't make this up. And this is really what this energy is right now. It's like, if there's something you're worried about, if there's something you're stressed about, like, journal about it. Get it out. Like, maybe for you, if you're a self-projected projector, like, talk to someone about it, right? But just get it out of you so that it's not, like, seeping inside and, like, planting a seed for that worry and that doubt to be, like, created. Um so that's a way that we can this week with the sun being in gate 22, like listen to like have emotional openness for ourselves. Um, and then, you know, other people are probably going to come to you for emotional venting and an emotion, you know, emotional stuff as well. So it's really just about having space for that um, and checking in with your strategy and authority as always to know when it's the right timing for you to have space for that. Um, and, you know, kind of guiding people with the same things that you've used yourself to move through these things and these things that come up as they do because they're going to right that's why we're here living a human experience um and a big part of this gate too which i just mentioned but i'm just reiterating a big lesson with this gate of the sun being in this gate especially is to know when you're in the mood to listen to others um versus when you need to be alone um and then with the sun moving in gate 22 obviously the moon or i'm sorry not the moon the earth um, in human design 
has moved into gate 47. And gate 47 is in the Ajna. Sorry, just got distracted. Um, gate 47 is in the Ajna or the mind. And this is the gate of realization. So this gate is all about allowing yourself to go through um, a transformation and a transmutative process in order to come to a greater sense of clarity. So literally everything I just spoke about is this gate. It's like when you allow yourself to kind of like not stew in what you're feeling and allow yourself to like transform it. It's, it, it, it allows you to come to a greater sense of clarity and peace with whatever it is that's coming up for you at the time. Um, so in this gate, it too is all about inward transformation. So it's about taking that, those emotions that are felt right inwardly, um, to transform them on, on an internal level. And which I just mentioned is a journaling, which I just mentioned is a really great practice and a way to be able to do that. Like some, you can call it scripting, I guess, too, if you wanted to. Um, there's a bunch of different names for it, but just getting it out there and like not letting it like live inside of you is such a helpful thing and something that's really going to be a focus for this week. And then on Tuesday, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, we have the moon moving into Gemini halfway through the day on Tuesday. And Venus is moving a little bit faster than Mars right now as well. So Venus is um, going to be ahead, a little bit ahead of Mars moving into gate 41, um, which gate 41 is also in the solar plexus. So like I said, there's a lot of activity in the solar plexus right now. Um, or no, I'm sorry. Gate 41 is in the root, but it is connecting to and it is making a full channel with gate 30, um, which is in the solar plexus. So it's going to be creating this emotional wave for a few days of the 3041 channel, um, which is the channel of recognition. Um, and this is a projected channel. So this is one that needs to be really like recognized by others. Um, but this channel really pushes for us to experience something. And what I mean recognized by others, I mean like like people to ask and come up for, come up to you and be like, oh, I, I know that you went through this or I know that you experienced this, like share. Um, and that's kind of where the recognition comes in for this channel. So if you have this channel in your chart, um, then you're an emotional authority. And this is something that's really important for you to know about yourself is that it's really important for you to wait um, for someone to ask you for your experience, especially as it relates to like emotional chaos or like just a whirlwind of emotions um, before you kind of just like dump those onto people. So this channel, like I said, is going to be transiting for the next week. Um, and it's a pressure. It's a pressure from the root, right, to the solar plexus to experience something usually of emotional nature. Um, it really, this channel really creates a whirlwind of experience. Um, usually one from lack, like, oh, I don't have this, or I want this, I don't have it, you know, in order to create like in a kind of like response of like, okay, how could I could, how could I create this? How could I call this in for myself? And kind of to kickstart a um, like question and curiosity of a new potential and like how we can do things differently. So really, I feel like with this channel transiting this week, it's really about asking ourselves like, okay, what's coming up for me, right? How can I identify what's coming up for me right now? What are my worries, fears, doubts, um, limiting beliefs? How can I 
get clear on on what those are, how those are impacting me, and how can I choose to see them differently? How can I reframe them? Um, that's really like the biggest energy of this week. I almost feel like a broken record at this point. Um, because like the as I'm saying this and the, it's just coming out and then I look at the transits and it's just reaffirming it all. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, just, just know that this is a really important week to have time for yourself, um, to get clear on what's coming up for you so that you can reframe it so that you can have this kind of like clarity around a directional path of moving towards your future vision and your dream. And, and changing whatever current situation you're in to align with that. And on Tuesday as well, we have Neptune moving into gate 36, which is also in the solar plexus. So again, like I said, lots of energy right now in the solar plexus. Um, I'd really, I really highly recommend checking your current human design transits and seeing like how this is impacting your chart. Um, at, a, at a human design level, because a lot of us will be operating right now as emotionals, all these planets transiting the solar plexus and activating these gates in your chart. Um, so Neptune moving into gate 36. Gate 36 is often referred to as the gate of crisis, um, because if you have gate 35 and you or you have the full channel, the 3536 channel, then you really seek like experiences like of chaos. Um, a lot of people that I know that have this channel, like say that they can thrive in chaos and they seek out like kind of chaotic situations in order to learn and to gain further awareness of themselves and others through this. So that's kind of really the energy of this Neptune transit in this gate. Although we, we're not really, it's not going to really impact us on a big level because this is Neptune, right? This is an outer planet. Um, but there just might be feeling some like fogginess as it relates to like our awareness of like crisis or chaos in our life, if that makes sense. So because of this, there might be some like emotional confusion or just emotional, um, I don't like to word the, like to use the word chaos, but just like cycles of confusion, cycles of kind of being just illusioned and maybe, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It starts with a D. It's on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of it, but um, diluted. We might be a little just a little bit diluted from our emotions or from things in our lives that happen that cause us to feel certain emotions or cause um, certain kind of like emotional things to just come up. But it's really like the lesson here is to really just allow those cycles and wait for clarity, right? If you're an emotional authority, like this is your whole kind of like life is to learn how to wait for clarity. And this is going to apply to most of us um, for the next week and maybe even couple weeks because of this, depending on what you have in your chart, what gates you have in your chart and how this is activating gates in your chart and centers in your chart. Um, but again, another message of this week, like same, same messages keeps coming through, right, is to ride the waves and to allow whatever comes up to lead you to clarity eventually, even if it feels very chaotic in the moment, because it does lend to transformation on a long-term scale. And it is all leading you to your higher vision, to your goal, to your future. Um, and then Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, like are probably the most chill days of the week. Like there's really not a whole lot going on. Um, Mercury will be moving into Pisces 
and into gate 55, which is also in the solar plexus. <laughs> um, I mean, it's no wonder we have so much in the solar plexus right now because most of the gates in the solar plexus are ruled by Pisces and Aquarius. So like it makes sense um, as well as the root. The root has a lot of gates that are ruled by Aquarius. So it's like this is just the energy we're in right now. Um, but gate 55 is the gate of spirit. And this gate is an awareness of how different moods and how different emotions really motivate us to take action and use that awareness of our moods, of our emotions to find acceptance of those moods and emotions that arise through our, our day-to-day lives. Um, and the big lesson of this gate too is to channel melancholy into creativity. And really, again, like just to reiterate the message of flowing with whatever comes up this week. Like if you feel like, oh, all of a sudden, like this is a, oh my gosh, my day today is a perfect example of this. Like I woke up and I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the coffee shop and like get some work done. And then I'm going to like do this and do that. And I'm still like reconditioning myself, right? To not plan out my days, but I was just like, okay, I'm going to start with the coffee shop and we'll see where it goes from there. And I had about like two hours of steam and energy in me. And then I got back to my house and was like, I'm dead tired. Like I could honestly take a nap right now. So I just laid down and chilled for like an hour or two. And then I had energy again to do things. Right. So that's kind of like this week and how this week is going to progress is like, if you're feeling like you need to rest, rest. If you feel like you need to take a nap, take a nap. If you feel like you have energy to do things, do things, but like really just checking in with your body and listening to your body is going to be really important this week. Um, especially with Mercury moving into gate 55, like I said, and being in Pisces. Um, and then, like I said, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, there's aren't not really much going on. That transit starts on Wednesday. Um, we had the moon moving through Gemini still for Wednesday and Thursday. And then on Friday, the moon moves into Cancer and it will be trining Mercury in Pisces. So this just feels like a very good day to communicate emotions, like really get your emotions out, um, either through written communication, right? Like journaling or, um, turning it into a blog post, turning it into an Instagram post, turning it into a story post, like, you know, like really creating from these places, um, or sharing that with someone that is close to you. Um, yeah, that's really, I mean, like I said, this week is really relatively boring compared to like the last few weeks that we've had, but I'm like, I'm not complaining. I'm really stoked about it. <laughs> um, then Saturday we have the ne a Neptune Kazemi. So the sun will be on Neptune, um, and as well as the moon in Cancer still. Um, and then we will on that day as well on, let's see when exactly this is. Um, I believe it's, it'll happen on Saturday that we have a grand trine, um, a grand water trine with the moon, the north, the south node, sorry. Um, the moon, the south node, and this Neptune Kazemi with the sun and Neptune being at 22 degrees Pisces. Um, so there will be a grand trine Saturday night. We'll probably feel this all weekend, honestly, just kind of like really a great couple days to get in touch and in tune with your emotions, your feelings, your creativity. Um, really, you know, since the South Node is here, like releasing a lot of maybe emotional baggage or just things that you maybe thought that you had healed and kind of coming back up. Um, it's just feels like a really good weekend of like rest, release and recharge. Um, 
especially with the sun being on Neptune, like things are just going to feel a little bit like spacey and cloudy, foggy, maybe a little bit dreamy. Um, but again, it's a good day and weekend, really. I mean, it'll be Saturday and Sunday for the majority of this transit that we just really get in tune with our intuition, with our feelings, with our emotions, with like what's kind of underneath the surface that maybe you have been um, like hiding from yourself. And this will also be a good weekend to pay attention to your dreams. I know I've been talking about this for many weeks, but it's really going to be heightened this weekend with the sun on Neptune. Um, and then, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for Aries season, guys. Like, this really just feels like a completion, a closure, a closing of cycles and really like new beginning in a lot of amazing ways for most of us. And it's kind of just like we're, you know, it's kind of like when you're watching a show, right? And the la the season finale is like a wrap up of everything that happened that season. Like everything's coming to a close, like things that happened in like the second episode, like are being brought up again to like, you know, have a, like a finale and a release and like, a final ending and a closure and a conclusion, right? And that's really like the energy of this week. It's like things are a little bit quiet on the surface, but it's really like on an internal level, we're really going through a lot of shifts, a lot of transformations and really closing a lot of um, chapters and phases and cycles so that we can start anew um, when we begin airy season and spring comes around. So that's all I have for you guys this week. Uh, let me know how that resonated with you. I'd love to hear from you guys. I love you so much for listening to me, for supporting me, for, yeah, just being you. Like, thank you so much. And I appreciate you. And if you love this podcast, share it with a friend, share it on your social media, tag me. Would love to see it. Um, but either way, I, I still love you. <laughs> And I'll catch you in the next episode. Much love.